The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Our top story tonight is, after last week, we talked about Netflix canceling the Iron Fist series. Yeah. Like, almost as easily after we press stop on our record button, (laughs) they canceled Luke Cage. So that's two out of, well, I guess six if you count Defenders and Punisher. Two out of the six Marvel shows on Netflix were canceled rather abruptly. Now, as the Iron Fist came as no surprise to anybody, even though season two was better than season one, I think the Luke Cage cancellation took a lot of people by surprise. I I didn't finish the second one, but I do like the character. I definitely like the actor that plays that role. But yeah, pretty shocking. Pretty shocking the sense of, you know, when you think of Marvel Studios, you just think, what, success. And with the Netflix series, it's, it's a little bit different. A little, little bit different. So uh, I was, I was, I, I definitely was shocked with the Cage one. It was uh, second season was received very well, and again, I think season two was received very well. Now the thing about Netflix and their shows is they don't release actual like numbers in regards to how many people are watching. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So what I, I read somewhere online that what people you know, the professionals or whatever think they were judging, like how they judge cancellations is by social media presence. So when the first seasons of all their Netflix shows were coming out, there was a lot of social media mentions. Right. And then when the second season came out, like they dropped, like for Iron Fist, like they dropped for all four series, mm-hmm. but for Iron Fist and the Cage, he dropped substantially. Wow. The question now is, there's fear that Daredevil, which is arguably coming off its best season, the best season of any Marvel Netflix TV show, is that in trouble being canceled? And what about a Jessica Jones season three? Neither have been announced. The only thing they have coming down the pipeline at this point, I believe, is Punisher season two. Do they have a release date on that one? Not that I've seen yet. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there, uh, Defender season two is pretty much not in consideration from what we understand. Right. Uh, you know what the weird thing about all this is, Tell for me. me at least, is that Agents of Shield <laughs> lasted longer than some of these Netflix shows. <laughs> well, so, I, guess, I guess it's different. I mean, the the the, the Netflix universe is is extremely dark, and and Iron Fist was really bad. I mean, you know, again, I I didn't really fully watch the second season, but that first season was enough to really turn me off to to even bother anymore. Right. Right. Well, we've been talking about for between ourselves about the shows in regards to Iron Fist season one. We really dislike you didn't finish Luke Cage season two. I didn't finish Luke Cage season two. Uh, did you finish The Punisher? I didn't finish The Punisher. Mm, I, I finished it, but I don't remember the ending. <laughs> I think okay. it was just on. It was just on. You were folding laundry or something. Right. It was right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and I, to the point where I was fearful with Daredevil three before I started, because I'm like, man, if this thing doesn't like hook me quick, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it. Right. And thank God it hooked me real quick, and I, you know, I watched it in like two days, I think. But like I said, Daredevil season three probably the best single season of a Marvel show on Netflix so far. 
I, I totally agree. Daredevil 3 is it's so good. It's amazing that you have Daredevil, Jessica, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. The quality of Daredevil is just on a different level. Uh, the acting, the storyline. God, Wilson Fisk is awesome. Uh, he is so good. He's got to get an award for this season. Oh, God, he's so freaking good. So good. You know, even if my wife was watching, she doesn't watch these Marvel uh, Netflix things. And she's like, well, what is this? And I was telling her, well, it's Daredevil 3. And she was engaged, man. She she finished before I did. The next day, she's like, well, I'm done. I'm like, you watched all <laughs> all the shows? She's like, yeah. I was like, holy crap. I still have like another half of, this, half of the uh, shows to go through. So... She totally loved it, and she didn't even watch the first two Daredevils. That's how oh, wow. good it was. I, w- I would like to see some mention of Daredevil in, in the cinematic universe, or or maybe do you think maybe that's what they're doing? Do you think that maybe that they're they're ending these contracts here to kind of build off the the Disney streaming stuff? That's what I was starting to think. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen a lot of articles about that. If with Disney Play, their streaming service coming out next year, headlined by. Favreau's Mandalorian Star Wars series. Are they kind of figuring out a way to get them off Netflix so they can put them on the Disney Play? Like, are we going to see Iron Fist and Luke Cage on Disney Play? Right. Uh, you know, if they go ahead and cancel Daredevil and Jessica Jones, will we see them on Disney Play? I mean, it makes sense. You know, you know, Disney's got to be looking at their properties, going like, why are we letting Netflix make all this money on our properties when you know, in, in less than a year, we're going to have one out? Sure. Yeah. Can you see a um, a Daredevil movie, you know, a la Ben Affleck, with uh, Charlie um, Cox? Was Charlie Cox leading the way? Do you do you think this would yeah, translate well? Yeah, I think well? Marvel does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and see, I mean, this season really puts Daredevil up front in regards to being a hero. I think, and I think Bullseye is the closest thing he's had to kind of like a super villain. Yeah, you know, because again, the Kingpin was his enemy in season one. And of course, he's he's you know he's got money, he's got power, he can fight, but he's still a regular guy. And then you have all the ninja nonsense in season two, <laughs> which got a little ridiculous. But now you have Bullseye, the guy doesn't miss, played awesomely. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, we could do a whole episode on Daredevil season three. But yeah, I think I think they could move him forward. If, again, overseen by Kevin Feige made as a Marvel movie, I could definitely see it. Dark. And I'll tell you what, it, they could make it one of the darker Marvel movies ever. I like, cause if you think about it, the Marvel movies aren't very dark, right? You know, in, t- in terms of tone. So they could, might get people to get away with it. And that'd be <laughs> something to say. I just want to see Kingpin on the big screen. He is a, he, you know, when I was watching him, I was thinking this is the direction DC shoot him when, when they did Lex Luthor. You know, someone imposing, someone that is a real serious threat. And right. who, who's the one that did Lex Luthor in the movies? Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he played it in a way I wasn't expecting, I think. Nobody expected that. <laughs> right. And, and I never really felt threatened. But Kingpin, no. holy crap, this guy's scary. So I don't know what the future of Marvel and Netflix movies or shows is going to be. Uh, you know, I was just a few weeks ago we were talking about a Netflix villains getting together and forming like a defender type team but apparently that's not going to happen something i think there's something more going on that nobody's talking about or they're not telling anybody about in regards to these shows is it to get them on disney play or are the numbers really really bad 
I mean, because do you think they're making decisions just based on social media mentions? Hey, well, you made a good point. I don't know if we just talked about this now or, or before we started recording, but you talked about Marvel Shield lasting several seasons, it. right? Right. And this is bizarre because you don't usually see Marvel flinch with something of, let's say, fair reviews. You would think they would continue like they normally would. Hmm. And then I wonder if they're being canceled. Does Netflix get to keep them on their channel forever? Do you know oh. what I mean? Like, you know how shows like movies come and go off of Netflix? Right. Do they, do they get to keep them on there forever? It's another thing. I don't know. Uh, I'll assume they, they it, you know, like all the shows on Netflix, there's a, there's a time period that they're on. Right. So maybe maybe sooner or later they're going to get yanked off. I think the biggest thing you and I are talking about is, man, Daredevil 3 was so good. I wanted Daredevil 4. Yes. Yeah. Like, immediately. I wanted Daredevil 4 to start right after Daredevil 3. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is good stuff. All right. All right. What else we got? Alan. Yes. You know what time it is? 542. <laughs> So. Yes, wherever you are. Yes, it's five forty-two, <laughs> but it's time to. <laughs> yeah, all right. Woo-hoo. Alan, you have some John Krasinski <laughs> I do. John Krasinski is, in fact, writing a Quiet Place too. Which originally he said he wasn't going to do it, but he says he has a brilliant idea. Hey, let's make another movie. God bless this guy. I enjoyed A Quiet Place too. I think you did too, right? Yes, I did, yes. It'll be interesting to see which direction they're going to take with it. Will they continue on with his wife and kids, or will they kind of talk about how did this all start to begin with? So it's it's an interesting universe. And and, uh, with John Krasinski, um, so far he can do no wrong. He's been hitting things pretty well lately. I like him. I just rewatched uh, 13 Hours, the Benghazi one. Oh, that's good. And do you know he's in there with Roy? Yeah. That's funny. I didn't realize <laughs> that. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. All right, cool. Quick, Quick. Alan, there was a rumor that Nick Fury was going to be his own show on the Disney Play service, along with, along with Scarlet Witch and Loki. Turns out the rumors are not true. But an interesting tidbit came out when the rumors were refuted, saying that Disney and Marvel have something even bigger and better planned than a Nick Fury TV show for Disney Play. With uh, Samuel L. Jackson? No. Oh. <laughs> Just okay. something bigger and better. <laughs> cool. You're funny. <laughs> All right. So I can't imagine what it'll be, but hopefully it's probably something like the Eternals or something. Yeah. Boo. All right. <laughs> you got some Venom news. Venom. Holy smokes. This movie is making a lot of money. So basically, total so far of foreign gross, it is $302.5 million. Domestic at 175.3. So currently total $477.8 million. Bro, I had no idea this movie was going to have legs like it does. I I mean, we, we, we liked the movie. Right. I didn't think it was like groundbreaking or anything. And it got really terrible Rotten Tomato scores. How and it's, it's kind of forgettable. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like it's entertaining while you watch it, but then you're like, all right, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My coworker watched it and he said, yeah, it was good. Everyone's watching this movie. It's, it's, it's unreal that the legs this thing's got. Well, you know what it is? I think it's a desire for the superhero movies because, you know, Marvel's got everybody wanting a superhero movie every week now. 
there's that, and I think there's a, it's a week. I think uh, when it came out, though, October. It's a week October, cause, except for maybe Halloween, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a week movie October. That, you know, I don't think anything's been doing really, really great except for Venom and Halloween. So, do you think it's it the Marvel or, or let's say superhero fan base that's keeping this movie alive? Because when uh, you watch the commercials, they don't really lean that this is a superhero film. Yeah, but it's also a movie that doesn't, for me, doesn't bear repeated watching. So, yeah, I think it's a let's let's we're bored. Let's do something tonight. Let's go see a movie. What are we gonna say? Halloween, Venom, or a Star is Born? You know? <laughs> it, well, okay. Halloween was rated very high as well as The Star is Born, right? I think Star is Born was like 90% something. Right, but the thing about Halloween just came out last weekend. Venom's been out since the first week of October. Venom and The Star is Born came out the same weekend. A Star is Born is currently at worldwide 218. So you're talking about 180 million more Venom's made. Wow. And, they ca- and they came out the same weekend. Crazy. And Star is Born is ridiculously higher rated. Yeah. Venom. So I, I just think it's a, it's a, you know, nothing to do. Let's go to a movie. What are we gonna say? No, I gotcha. Yeah. But I like I have zero desire. Even with a movie pass, I have zero desire to go see Venom again. Well, you see, we talked about this one time when we're when uh, like Infinity War. You know, how does it get this huge number? It's repeat watching. Right. Like you just said, no one's rewatching Venom. How is it? But, I think the thing is, people must be rewatching. Maybe we're wrong in that respect. All right. Okay, yeah. fine. It was, it was, <laughs> you got Halloween at seventy nine percent, Stars Born at ninety percent, Rotten Tomatoes, and Venom at thirty percent. Okay. Well, I mean, look at the other things. Goosebumps too. First Man, which is about Neil Armstrong, isn't doing. You know, that premiered this weekend at eight point three million. Yeah. Uh, the Hate, The Hate You Give, Smallfoot, Night School, Bad Times at the El Royale, which I saw, which is a really good movie. Hmm. Uh, and the old man and, and the gun—that's the top ten movies. I mean, there's real, really no competition there. I haven't heard of half these movies. I haven't heard of Goosebumps. I haven't heard of the, uh, the Hate You Give. I haven't right. heard of well, the old man and the gun. I haven't heard of. So yeah, it's it, it's like that perfect storm. There's nobody there. I mean, there's no movies really going against it. Mm-hmm. And it's feeding that that superhero fix. That okay. Marvel has got everybody hooked. <laughs> you know, that's what I think. I mean, you you got things like. This weekend, I don't think anything big's coming out, but next weekend, November 2nd, you have Bohemian Rhapsody, which I think is going to destroy at the box office. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm hearing bad reviews early on so far. Yeah, it's, it's at 49%, but people oh. are still going to go see it, I think. Yeah. And then Nutcracker and the Four Realms, there's no score yet, but that's opening. And then we're going to get into, once you get around Thanksgiving, you're going to start getting into Oscar movies, hmm. movies that, that are going to be vying for the Oscar. Right. So I don't know how much more money you think Venom that four what four seventy seven point eight. All right, so it's probably going to break five. You think it breaks five and a half six? No, no. Oh well, let's see. November. There's nothing coming out in November. Well, no. There's Bohemian Rhapsody, Nutcracker one, another Tiffany Haddish movie. How does this woman make so many movies? I don't know. The new Hugh Jackman. What's that? It's the front runner. He plays uh, Gary Hart. Oh. That Overlord, which is the Nazi zombies, which okay. is getting 93%. Holy Christ. What? Yeah, 93%. Okay. In theaters, I remember 9th. Cool. The new Girl in the Spiderweb, which is, the, you know, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's part two. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, interested in anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go see Nazi zombies? No. Come on. I just got oh. Call of Duty, man. I'm good. Dude, F- Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald is coming out November 16th. Okay. That's going to be huge. All right. 
Oh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, November 21st. Creed 2, November 21st. Oh, okay, Creed 2. That, 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 that sounds good. Robin Hood, November 21st. Pass. <laughs> Those are all movies I would see if my movie pass was still the way it used to be. <laughs> I'm so done with movie pass. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mine ends this month, hopefully. Quick hits. Quick hits. Uh, Wonder Woman has pushed its release date from December of 2019 to June of 2020. Hmm. So Aquaman was pushed back? No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, Aquaman's coming out in Uh, December. What was the other one that was pushed back? Oh, Flash. Flash. We talked about Flash being pushed back last week. Uh Uh-huh. So that means DC's got one movie coming out, and that's Shazam next year in 2019. So they're playing the slow game now. They went from having a team-up movie in three movies, where it took Marvel like six, to releasing one a year. They are avoiding freaking Infinity Everything. War 4 is what they're doing. <laughs> they don't want to go up against They weren't Marvel. going up against Infinity War 4 is in April. Wonder Woman's coming out in November of next uh, year. It'll linger. Not till November. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Captain Marvel's coming out next year? Yeah. And Spider-Man. Yeah. They're not going to mess with Marvel next year. Oh, look, I don't think 2020 is going to be any better for them either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, we always say if they're going slow to make them better, then all oh, good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And they haven't discussed anything past Flashpoint. I mean, there's, well, Joker is coming out. Oh, Joker that's right. Next yeah. year. Quick hit. Quick hit. Superman movie news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old, old Superman movie news. <laughs> Richard Donner's Superman is flying back in the theaters in honor of its 40th anniversary at select theaters, of course. So you have to go to, uh, what's that thing called? Fathom Events. And the Superman re-release will be November 25th, 2018. Uh, so this is the first Superman. You're talking Christopher Reeves and Margot Kidder, Gene Hackman. What I would say is definitely, shoot, I used to say Superman 1 was like my favorite superhero movie. Eh, it's probably still up there too, uh, so I'm down to see it. But you have to go to Fathom Events, and they'll tell you specifically which theaters will will be playing this particular movie. If you're into that, yeah, I, I love I, re- I love Superman. I recently rewatched Superman too, and this is so good. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's I, I don't stuff. know. I mean, maybe yeah, we were kids when it came out, but to me, it still holds up. I don't think I never thought twice about him. You know, the recent Superman movies always complain, oh, his underwear is on the outside, it's stupid. I never thought twice about his underwear. <laughs> or they make the S smaller, they made the suit darker. None of it makes sense to me. He doesn't look, I don't know, I don't think Chris Reeves looked cartoony at all in it. So, for Oh, not moment. at all. No, no, that, that's a really good point. No one really said anything about his costume, how he looked, his demeanor. It was different than, you know, the, the TV series, you know, those black and white Superman. I mean, this is very different. Chris Reeves was relatively an unknown and this movie is, I mean, you know, obviously if you have listeners that haven't seen this movie, watch it. It is such a good Superman film. I mean, it's it's the one I always compare in my head to these right. other Superman films. Uh, and, it, it, you know, it's heartbreaking. Christopher Reeves isn't with us anymore. But, whoa, that movie is just, I mean, the John Williams score in that is just freaking amazing, too. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's like, I think it was the model for future superhero movies like that. And if you watch Superman 1, you'll quickly notice what Superman Returns, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League got wrong about Superman. Hmm. Superman 1, and even Superman 2, it's all about hope. Yeah. You know, they look to him for hope. And Superman Returns, what, what is he? He's, he abandons his child. He 
it's a hot mess. Superman Returns, and then Man of Steel is he's like a reluctant hero. Lets his dad die. It's all crazy. (laughs) It's it's insane. Christopher Reeves, you know, the tagline for that movie was you you know you'll believe a man could fly. It should be you'll you'll believe in hope. I mean, he's so optimistic and so hopeful in the whole in both movies. You know, it's insane. Are you gonna watch it? Not, I don't know if I'll see the Fathom events. Maybe we'll see. I'm doing it, dude. Are you really? That's Thank cool. you. And I said there was like a giveaway of some sort. <laughs> That's okay. cool. Okay. All right. Wicked. Speaking of Superman. Oh. Uh, the Reign of the Superman trailer dropped this past week. Reign of Superman is the second part to the Death of Superman animated movie that premiered earlier this year that we both loved. And we did a we did a whole episode on it. So go back and check um, Nerd and Me for the Death of Superman animated movie show that we did. That was we good. both loved it. Yeah, S- surprisingly so, good. Yes, very much surprisingly good. Yeah. So Reign of the Superman is coming out, and it details um, Superman is still dead. Spoiler alert. And four people show up saying they're Superman and this story that occurs after that. Uh, It's dropping January 29th, 2019. Okay. Netflix has released their what's coming to Netflix November list so quickly. Oh, cool. So I'm just going to do genre. Yeah. Genre related. Uh, November 1st, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Cloverfield, Doctor Strange, and the animated movie Planet Hulk. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I liked it. And then uh, November 16th, uh, the new series of She-Ra, Princess of Power. You know, it was getting a lot of crap online, She-Ra, because she doesn't look like the old She-Ra and all this other stuff. But I saw saw a trailer for it. (laughs) She looks pretty good. Oh, this is you're talking about the new She-Ra that they're doing? The new She-Ra, yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to watch it, but... Yeah. (laughs) You know, again, it's not made for us, but maybe your daughter might like it. Okay, we'll give it a shot. But I don't think it's as bad as people are making it. Okay. Yeah, you because know, they're upset that it looks different. Well, did you that's see the not... Lino version, the Thundercats? That's I don't know what that's about. That's garbage. That's that's uh that's Garfield and Heathcliff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Al. Thus yep. ends quick hits, and thus ends another episode of the week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, "You stay classy." Fake city. <laughs> All right.